we're back. You're listening to Paranorthwest, a podcast about all things paranormal here in the Pacific Northwest and beyond. I'm your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. We were gone last week. We took a week off. I know you guys are sad, but we're back now, okay? So wipe those tears, wipe those asses. It's time to get to classes. All right, the class of tonight is on the investigation we just did. Ladies, what do we think? You know what? It was an up, upsy downsy. Yeah. But it was fun. Upsy is a roller coaster. Yeah. Upsy downsy boy is a good way of describing it. And I always tell people, you never know if you're going to catch something. You never know what you're going to catch or really what the vibe is. And you know, our vibe going into all these things is that whatever happens, happens. And whoever wants to talk is more than welcome to come talk with us. And you guys won't believe where we got to investigate, though. We were super, super excited about it. So we haven't done a building in a while, and we got to go investigate one of our favorite restaurants, which is Chowderhead here in Spokane. Shout out, Travis. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we eat there about two to three times a week. It's 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 really that good. Yeah, truly. If you're in Spokane or within a 400-mile radius, yeah, 800-mile radius, drive into town, get some Chowderhead, and get the cheesesteak, okay? That's my favorite. I'm here for the soups. I like both, so get them both. Yeah, get everything. Stop being weird. Go order something. But yeah, so give us a little uh, a little history on the building, Shay. What's uh, what's the history of this place? It was uh, so the earliest reports of it being a uh, restaurant, bar, liquor license, all that good stuff is about 1910, from what they were telling us. She's old. Yeah. And it's really neat because it's actually located right by the local jail and, like, county courthouse. Yeah. So. A lot of traffic. Yeah, exactly. A lot and, of different, different walks of life in there, too. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they see it all. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, it's been a restaurant. It's been in a few different hands since then. And I'm sure the building itself is older, but yeah, we, yeah, we haven't got to go to the archives on this one. No, and I, I'm, I think we should do that for this one. This one's pretty pretty interesting. But the longest that it was one specific restaurant, it was called the Top Notch Diner. And we're getting reports as from like the 40s until, well, it was like just not too long ago. I think right before Ruins. Mm-hmm. So it, it, was, it was a top notch for a hot minute. And the owner still has people coming in and saying, oh, I used to come here when it was the Top Notch Diner. How cool. So it's been like a staple location for getting food in Spokane for a very, very long time. Yeah, it's a huge, like, historic part of Spokane. And, yeah, it was just really interesting. Um, They have had some reports there as well. Yeah. Like, you know, all the workers that currently work there and um, the owner. And so, yeah. Eric, you kind of went in there beforehand and did like a small interview, right, with all of them? Yeah, I, w- I went in there to go get the keys. Um, the owner, Travis, was told me to come in and grab the keys from him, and, and I thought it would be a great time to do a quick little interview with him to see what we're getting into. And he was very excited that we wanted to do this. He reached out to us after we shouted him out on one of our episodes and was like, you guys got to come in and investigate because our restaurant's haunted. And so you know that piques our interest every time. And how awesome that, you know, we had the honor to be able to do that for him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I always feel honored when people ask us to come Absolutely. investigate something. I'm like, you're putting a lot of trust in who we are and what we do. And that, 
you know, speaks volumes. And it's crazy, too, to think about the actual building itself has been through, you know, the prohibition, all the world wars. That I mean, there's got to be some sort of energy there. And the road that they changed down there, it used to be uh, George Wright, and they changed that road to Wistocks, the one that's right down the street from it. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, there's another there's another nod to Chief Kualchu and yeah. the things that happened. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so I walked in there and, you know, it was like 3.30, kind of slow for because, you know, the, the lunch rush just happened. And there was probably three or four other employees and then Travis. And so I sat down. We had an adult beverage. Um that was good. Shout out for the beverage, Travis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we just started talking. And I was like, so, like, tell me about this place. And once, I think once the employees there heard, you know, me kind of bringing this stuff up, they kind of knew who I was. And so they all started coming out and just, like, sitting there. because And they were, like, chomping at the bit to try and tell me their stories. So I asked Travis, you know, give me the rundown. What's the history of this place? Um... And that's when he let me know that it had been, you know, a restaurant since 1910 and all that, that we just went over. And then I was more like, okay, so what exactly are you feeling here? What are you seeing here? Is it good? Is it bad? Just give me, give me it all. Just let me, let me hear it. And he was like, so he was doing meal prep one day and turned the radio on to like this lo-fi beats. I'm sure most of our listeners out there know that station. It slaps. It's good for if you just want to get stuff done and not really have to pay attention to music. And it's, you know, good music. And so he's playing that and then all of a sudden it just cuts and turns to like 70s music. And he's like, I never play 70s music. And it did like a few songs in a row. And one of the ladies that works there, she was like, yeah, they... They love the song Brandy by Through the Looking Glass. And I was like, first of all, that song slaps. So good on them. Second, you know, how, how do you know they they like it? And they're like, they turn it on all the time. Like that's that certain song. So you know we had to play that for them, okay? We are investigators. We are paranormal DJs, all right? We yeah. take that seriously. Yeah, and if you, by the way, since we are paranormal DJs, Go ahead and give a listen to Opus Number One. Um, that is our uh, theme song. By Tim song. Carlton. Tim Carlton. Opus Shout Number out. One. Good freaking song, I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you right now, most of you have heard it. I can guarantee <laughs> 99% of people have heard Opus Number One by Tim Carlton. And you hated it before, but guess what? You're going to love it now. Yeah, when you listen okay. to all like 12 minutes of it or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, it's fire. It's that song that goes... Yeah, you know it. You've heard it. So they told us about that, and everyone started coming out of the woodwork like, oh, I think it's this, I think it's that. And But all of them had said, you know, it's nothing bad. You know, it's just kind of busy at times. And one of his friends was there while he was prepping something, and behind his back he felt something like brush up against him and walk behind him. And he looked real quick, and, you know, this was like later at night, like 8 or 9, so they were closed. And he was like, is this place haunted? And Travis is like, uh, yeah, actually, I, we all think it is. So he told us all that. And, I mean, just having the history there, you know, we love this city. And being somewhere where there's so much history, we, we had to go investigate. 
And what did all the workers say? So all the workers were telling me their stories of what they seen and all that. And then they also told us that, or told me that when you walk into the, the restaurant, there's like bells on the door and they had heard the bells moving when no one would come in. So it's like, and I kind of told Travis, I was like, sometimes things are like a residual energy of just playing something over and over. And I, I kind of had a feeling that that's what it would be. And the investigation for the most part was kind of around that until Cheyenne started doing her stuff. But we'll get into that later. But uh, what did you think, Shy? Like, when what were your thoughts going into this place? Like, hopes, dreams, fears? Um, my hopes was we were going to catch something good. Okay. I would maybe get a little scared. Um, <laughs> hopes. Uh, my dreams, well, I wanted something to come through those mirrors. Oh, yeah. And hopes, this place dreams. has a wall of mirrors on it, by the way. Fears. Um, obviously the Vindy, which did, again. We'll get to that. Get to that. So <laughs> those are my hopes, dreams, yeah. Hopes, dreams, fears. There you go. Okay, Shayla, hopes, dreams, fears. Go. One word each. Spoop. So hopes is spoop. Poops. Okay, dreams is poop. Okay. Yep. Okay. Fears, uh, poop. Okay, so spoop, poop, and poop. All right. Did we get any of that? We got a little bit of that. Which one? Little poopies. Little spoopies. Oh, my God. Okay, what are yours? Hopes, dreams, fears, go. Hopes, apparition. True. Dreams, reoccurring. Okay. Fears, cratch. Because I don't know. You never know. I mean, so whenever people are like, oh, it's a nice ghost, you know? Yeah, they're nice to you, right? And because you're there, they might know who you are. But whenever someone tells me that in the beginning of an investigation, like, oh, it's a good spirit, I take that as a, with a grain of salt. Well, yeah, of course. Because I'm like, they might be good to you, but they might not like me. You know, I have a killer mustache. But you're telling me you want to get scratched on one of these investigations? No, that was fears. Oh, fears. Okay. Did not want to get. I'm putting that out there. I don't want to get scratched. It's not okay. amateur hour, Shayla. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why I was shook. I was like, "Excuse me, who are you?" No, absolutely not. If anyone wanted to get scratched, it'd be Cheyenne because she's sick. She's a masochist. Did you just scratch me? Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Sickly, I am. Scratch. Uh, I no, want. We're not doing this anymore. Okay. Never we already mind. did the one word. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, All right, so we pull up. What's what's the vibe? What are you thinking? Well, I'm looking around because we're obviously right nearby the gel. Yeah. I'm thinking, first of all, are people going to start looking in the windows to see what the hell we're doing? And that's what I told him, too, before we went th- did the investigation, because it's on a major street in Spokane, and it's r- literally there's cops everywhere all the time. And I told him, I was like, well, hopefully they don't think we're like, you know, 80s robbers with flashlights and shit going around because it's happened to us before and it was actually right on Monroe as well yeah the cops weren't called but the alarm system went off forever until I yanked it off the wall even though they didn't have an alarm system yeah which was weird but that's on a previous episode go find it if you want if you don't want that's fine too it was when we went to the senator oh real quick um I'm gonna do this is not part of our shout out series but I do want to shout out all the people from reddit that have listened to our podcast. So I, I posted a couple things on Reddit 
last week, and you guys have been phenomenal and showed so much love. It's incredible. So I just want to say thank you for all that, and, and I hope you guys like what you hear, and I hope you guys continue to hear, and as always, just feel free to reach out if you have any questions or want to add anything to the show. I know. Last time, uh, I feel like we talked, we were right around, you know, F-list uh, celebrities. Yeah. Um, we've moved up, and we're D-list celebrities. Okay. So once we do start to get really famous, I will be sure to send $5 to every listener that wow. has supported us along the way, whether you've listened to it and hated it or listened to it and loved it. $5 for you coming out of my pocket. Okay. You betcha, bud. Wow. Yeah. And D-list stands for, dang, they're famous. D-minus, too. Yeah, okay. Well, so, we're low on the D-list. It's all right. That's fine. We moved up. But thank you for coming from Reddit. We appreciate that. Uh, we'll keep posting there, I guess. You guys seem to really enjoy that stuff. All right, so back to the investigation. We walk in. What are the what are the what are the vibes? Talk everyone through this. Well, it's even though it's a smaller space, there was um, it seemed like almost like claustrophobic ish hallways. So we yeah. didn't really know where we were going because we'd never been in the back. You know, no. it's not like where you obviously eat. So he makes me eat back there. Yeah, I have to eat next to the dishwasher. Yeah, and he makes um, me sit on the curb. Yeah, outside. <laughs> and, of course, I get the chokey. <laughs> Which, there was, like, sort of a chokey. No, I had chokey feels in parts of it. I mean, it's an old building, you know? O- old buildings got chokies. But I, the, what you said with, like, the claustrophobic feel, Yeah. it's not like the building is claustrophobic. It's like it's busy. Yeah, I mean, I went in with no expectations, and I would say, you know, we kind of like set up, there's like a bar area. So we set up at one of like the little booths and we just turned on the spirit talker. We turned on the spirit box and Cheyenne did a K2 sweep, didn't get much. It was a pretty even keel sitch going on. Even keel sitch, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also had said that they've had reports of uh, you said, Eric, someone said that the glass shattered in their hand? Yeah, so one of the ladies there was telling me that she was walking with a glass in her hand, and she's like, I've, ne- I've never dropped a glass. I've been in the restaurant industry forever. And she said, it didn't just drop out of my hand. It's like someone pushed it out of her hand. Because if you know, like, if you drop a glass, it kind of, it doesn't shatter. It breaks, and there's big pieces. She said this thing just smashed on the ground. Well, Eric failed to tell us that part before we went in. Because I like a little mystery, okay. you know? Okay. A little mystery is good for the love life. And Cheyenne's trying to make love to these things. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> to go ahead and bounce off that, they did name the spirit that's in there. Named him Curly. Yeah. Nickname. Yeah. Got which, a nick- which is also like an older n- nickname, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know any Curlies. No. I don't either. If you, hey, if you're a curly, come on the show. We'd like to meet you. Cool nickname. So we're just kind of, you know, sitting there getting a feel for the place. And then all of a sudden, behind the bar, there's like a tub full of glasses. And it started rattling loud. Yeah, I heard. Well, at first we didn't know what it was, though. For Like we were 
what, like six feet away from where the sound emanated from? Right. And so we tried to, you know, use different things to try and figure out what it was. But all in all, then we found out it was like a... A t- yeah, tub that you would set, like, glasses on. Yeah. Like a drying rack, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, because I went over there, and I st- we just started messing with things and clanking them together, and we're like, is this it? Is this it? And it turned out to be the glasses. And I was like, oh, by the way, there's a thing with glasses here. Yeah, and we were like, um, excuse me? What? And he said, yeah. And so he told us a story about that happened to the worker there. And throughout the entire night, I would say a total of about eight times it happened. Yeah. And, and it, audible, too. Yeah, and it, sometimes it was very loud. Like, it sounded like someone bumped into it with their hip. Like, yeah. bumped into the bar and made that sound, you know? Yeah, and the first time, we didn't even get to catch it, because we were still setting up. Yeah. It which, was right when we got there. Yeah. And Okay, yeah. And so yep. we, we got a couple of them on video. Yes. Of it making that sound. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, and then but like like Shay said, when we did like the initial K two sweep and the initial walkthrough, there wasn't really anything scary no. or no big like gust of energy or nothing like that. It was kind of chill. Yeah, it was pretty chill for the most part. And then once we started kind of getting into it with the spirit box and all that, we did start to get a lot of voices like all at once. Yeah. And then it would kind of plateau and then nothing and then plateau and then nothing. And it was like all of this going on at once. And so when this was happening, the K2 kept spiking. Yeah. And it was every time the voices came through, the K2 also did. But something I noticed that was different about this investigation is when we would ask certain questions with certain names the k2 would spike like the name sarah yeah when we're asking who are we talking with we thought we were going to be talking with curly the name sarah came through which i mean could be still a nickname for a girl you know what i mean like if she had curly hair and they're like hey curly what's going on yeah you know like curly q you know yeah and that could be i mean she could be the reason why brandy plays because that song is all about a lady named Brandy that works at a bar. And a weird thing is when we played the song, every time the lyrics said Brandy, the the actual name Brandy, the K2 would spike. Yeah. So there's got to be some sort of connection there. I mean, that's got to be her song. I'm thinking Curly's a, a woman, and I think her name's Sarah. It very well could be. I mean, we got the name Sarah, I'm not kidding you, like a handful of times. Yeah, enti- enough, and we were only there for like, what, three and a half hours? Yeah, enough times to be like, okay, this is who we're speaking with. Yeah, and then we started getting things like mother-daughter. Yeah. Things like that. But then we started getting a lot of male names as well. Yeah. So it was just like up and down, up and down. But I mean, like, it was a, it's was it been a diner and a restaurant the whole time. So those might have been the regulars that came through. You know, like the, the male voices that were coming through, those might be the regulars that used to go see Sarah at the bar working there. And that's kind of the feel I got. And that's kind of like the 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 vibe. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't negative. It was just like busy, but comfortable. Yeah, I mean, she definitely wanted to talk. So, yeah, we just were kind of walking around all over and... um yeah, then Cheyenne noticed the mirrors, and that was kind of tripping her out a little bit. But we didn't really get... She got a few spikes near them. Yeah, near the back hallway where the employees would enter. Yeah. There was a smaller mirror, 
and I would put it closer to the mirror and the K2 would start spiking and spiking. And it, you know, back away, it would calm down. You know, I was testing it out and I'm like, wait, is there electrical here? You know, just trying to be real, you know, be honest. Yeah. That was, yeah, different. there was no electrical over there. No. So I don't understand. There wasn't even an outlet. No, there wasn't. No. Yeah, so that that, that was odd. So then um, we were getting some extremely, extremely clear and really loud voices on the Spirit Talker. There was a few we got behind the bar. But we kept getting so excited that we couldn't hear. <laughs> yeah, because every time for saying. some reason when it comes through, we all, you know, it'll be like, it could say any word. It could be like cars. And we're like, oh, it's cars. And But while we're yelling, it's like, no, 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 saying a bunch of stuff. So we got to work on that. Yeah, but that's okay. We get excited. Yeah. It's exciting. So then Eric went under for. The Estes. Yep. And Eric, what, what were you feeling? When I went under, it was just like you said. It was like a lot of voices and then quiet for a pretty long time. And then a lot of voices again. But I was hearing a lot of different voices. Like uh, at one time it came through and it sounded like a 1920s gangster. And uh, Do the voice. Okay, so I was, <laughs> I was under and it sounded like he was like, Watch your mouth! <laughs> Something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like... I'd never heard anything like that before. And I would say about a minute or two before he was saying that, and he even said that, he was like, it sounds like a gangster. Cheyenne and I were asking about the prohibition. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so that was a little odd. And right after you started talking about that, Eric, we started getting things um, on the spirit talker, and it was saying, like, uh, bodies. Eric had also mentioned... While he was doing the spirit box session, like a casket or a body, look in the casket. Yeah, it said like, what did it say? It was something like, it was like body, casket, moving, and something like that. But it was like out of, it didn't make sense the way that the words were put together. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it said twice that they were guilty. And we thought that was something to note because we obviously are right by the jail. So you don't know who's coming and going. Yeah. Because everyone, I mean, like I said, there's uh, all walks of life went to that diner and, and continue to go to that diner. Yeah. So some of the words that we got, I'm just going to kind of read them off. It said, don't be nervous. The odd thing is, is we got horses twice. Yeah. I just realized that. And we kept getting um, 15 and 16. Yeah, like consecutive numbers and argue and argument. We kept yeah. on getting those too. So I don't know if something happened there. Well, um, argue, I mean, argue an argument, that has to do with the courts, you know? Like, oh, state your argument. Yeah. Very so, well. I mean, that could have been a lawyer or something like that. I mean, might be reaching here, but that's just, that was my thought initially. Yeah. Um, and it kept saying, like, dancing, because we played the, that song. Brandy a few different times and we were getting some intelligent responses from that yeah and it's like the first time that we played that song I felt kind of sad after yeah when that's what you said when we were like while it was playing you're like man I'm kind of it's kind of a sad song you know like I'm I'm feeling sad and it might be you know it might be that that's the emotion that Sarah felt while while listening to that song maybe you know she might really relate with it right yeah, but it was 
it's a cool connection that we were able to make, like, you know, the music connection with the yeah. spirits. And if nothing else, if we just walk away with just that and her name being Sarah, I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all. They just wanted to know something about it and to tell Travis that that's kind of what we figured out. I'm, I know they're going to be stoked about that. Yeah, it was it was different. I mean, I don't know. Like we said, it was kind of coming and going and almost like how you'd imagine like a train depot. Yeah. Like that's exactly how it felt. Yeah, with like people getting off, going through. Yeah, it was very busy, but then it would be stagnant. Yeah. And then back to busy again. So, yeah, it was a very interesting uh, investigation. And then while we were doing a little session at the bar, Eric started reenacting. <laughs> like, yeah, because I was like, all right, well, <laughs> let's drum up a little energy. And I just pretended to be a bartender, you know? Yeah. I was just yeah. like, hey, you know, what can I get you and whatnot? And we're trying to get the flashlight method to go. And this is like the one place where it would not do it. They didn't really care for it. No, you know? weren't, weren't big fans of the flashlight method. Yep. But then, Shayla, what happened to you during that time? So, I've said on here before that the last few places we went, when things start getting, like, intense in energy, I start getting um, kind of lightheaded and dizzy feeling. But for some reason, we were sitting at the bar, and, you know, Eric was kind of messing around, and Cheyenne was, like, got really giggly all of a sudden. And I'm sitting there and I'm laughing because she's laughing. And, you know, we were just kind of joking around, taking a break. And I don't know how to explain this feeling. I was sitting on this bar stool right next to Cheyenne. And it was almost like I was literally in the middle of laughing. And it was kind of like I went out for a minute. Like, yeah. um, kind of like, you know, like right before you're about to pass out, your eyes close and it kind of just goes black for a second. Yeah. And then you kind of like come to. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and you, you were like, it, like everything shut off for a second. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, which you never really feel those kind of things. No, and like, I I don't know. That was different because it wasn't dizziness. Like, I wasn't dizzy at the time. Like, we were just kind of joking around, and then all of a sudden, it was like mid-laugh. Yeah, you were I like, was oh, just like, shit. Oh, my God, and I, like, freaked out for a minute because I didn't know if I was – it felt like I was, like, going to – fall either forward or backward but i couldn't tell which direction i was gonna like conk out she had herself a hard Basically. restart yeah <laughs> you know yeah i don't i don't know what what the hell that was it was so weird i wonder whose seat you were in i i will not could have been but i don't i i'm hoping the camera caught it because i would like to see what it looked like yeah we'll take a look at the footage yeah and see that but yeah that's the first time you've ever experienced anything like that yeah it was so weird and i didn't i don't like that no and then i kind of had to remind the spirits in the area like hey you can't enter our bodies or anything like that you can manipulate all the equipment you want but you can't you cannot manipulate us well and like even we were investigating kind of by like where they cook like in the little kitchen area and it was eric Cheyenne and then me and I had my back facing like towards where the restaurant and like seating is and it it did it felt like somebody was standing behind me yeah like that that sixth sense feeling of like yeah someone near you 
And I didn't realize that there was a fan on and like the fan hit my back and I like freaked out because it felt like someone was behind me. And even they noticed it too. Like sometimes as you were walking through, it kind of felt like someone was just like hovering. Yeah. Like almost making sure you were not doing anything bad, you know, like like keeping an eye on the place. Did you have that shy? Um, personally, I didn't feel like someone was hovering. No. But in that little hallway area, it did feel like there was, like, a lot of people. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But nothing, like, hovering or anything behind me. Yeah, but definitely a very busy place. And yeah. so after we did all that, Cheyenne did the Gansfield because we wanted to end the night with that. And, uh, yeah, tell us about that experience because that kind of changed into something else. So my experience with the Gansfield was we sat down, you know, at our little booth headquarters that we were at. The booth quarters. Um, trying to think here. So I remember one of the first things that I saw was like a bunny, a white bunny. Yep. Yeah, a white rabbit. Um, got that a few times. What else did I see? Yeah, again, which often comes, I saw like the V... Different, like, uh, it just reminded me of like a point in a way, like a different, yeah. yeah. You always get those inverted triangles and stuff. Right, yeah. So I got things like that. But then also, which was strange, I got a, like, it looked like a vortex to me. Yeah, explain that. Like, what did you see? Yeah. This is the first time you've ever said anything like this. And so me and Shayla were like, oh shit. I remember specifically it was um, moving in a circle, like the outside of it was rotating in a clockwise manner. So that means to me, I would take that as like moving forward. Okay. You know, rather than going backwards, which would be counterclockwise. Okay. Um, The inside kind of was like electric blue and it didn't stay in one spot. It would kind of like swirl around in a way. Okay, so there's a lot of movement. Yeah, a lot of movement. I couldn't see behind it. I couldn't get in it or anything like that, but it was there. And then shortly after that, you know, my my other family came through. Yeah. Avi, my alien The aliens. And then after that, I was like, okay. You're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. They always want to visit, (laughs) which is cool, but. Mama Shy didn't have time. I didn't, not that, not, not last night, no. Yeah, we're there, we're trying to do something else. Okay, so Shayla, where you were standing, or sitting, versus where she had the Gansfeld effect, and the way she was looking, she was looking towards where you were sitting when you felt that, like you were off balance and you shut down for a sec, and the vortex that she saw was pr- probably in that area, right? So I'm wondering if at all the vortex she saw is actually active in this location and you, for some reason, got too close to it or something or it opened while you were sitting there. Like you felt the pull. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because like you said you, you didn't know pull. whether you were going to go forward or back and everything kind of just got black for a second and then you came back to us. Okay, the vortex, I'm trying to explain it the best way I can. You know, I like the food references, obviously. I love that. You know the bugles? You know yeah. those things? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how it comes to a point at the end? Yep. And then it comes outer? Yeah. That's kind of how it was like. 
So I wonder but if I'm, the point end was touching Shayla. Right, something like that. Because I'm thinking that this is the only thing that I can understand why she would feel that way versus all other investigations that we go to. You know what I mean? Okay, so hang on, Cheyenne, because I'm a bit confused. So when you seen this vortex in the Gansfield, could you see it in a specific spot or location? Like, did you think it was there or was it just like, a, you know what I mean? So it just, you know, like, you know how you've done the Gansfield, how things just kind of show up? Okay, so the, like, in and out part of it, was towards my right. Okay. And then to my left is when it kind of started narrowing down. I don't, I don't personally, I wouldn't say it was like a total stopping point, but yeah. you know, it just like, sure, you know, almost like a suction. But you, the two things that stand out to me is you've never seen that on a Gansville. Correct. And you've never felt that right. on any investigation. Like Cheyenne's never seen it. Shayla's never felt that. And the fact that those two things happened at the same place at the same investigation, lead me to believe that they're connected. I would agree with that. Do you agree with that, Shayla? I mean, it very well could be. I've never, I guess I never really thought of it like that. Um, you know, I don't know, because that's what's weird is because this, the Gansfield, the way she gets information sometimes, I mean, it does relate to her, but it might not relate to the location. But I'm saying, if she would have just seen that, then I, we I could know. take that by itself. Right. But the two things happening together. Yeah, I mean, I mean it is odd. I'm not. I'm, it's more than a coincidence. I'm not gonna lie, it is odd. You might have touched a vortex unknowingly. And another thing is, the vortex wasn't just like, um, like stable. You know yeah, what I mean? So it was like wiggling around. up and around. Yeah, which is why it could have just touched her. Right. And then she'd have been like, "Oh shit." Yeah. I don't even know how you would describe it. Like a wiggly worm. She's doing a weird finger thing right now. <laughs> you guys can't see it because you're listening, but it's like, oh, oh, gross. It's no, like, it's like... It, are you double jointed in your fingers? I, okay, everyone Triple knows jointed. this. She's, oh that was God. the sound it <laughs> makes. You heard that sound. That was her... That's the yeah. sound of her knuckles. <laughs> gross. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. It's odd. So yeah. let's let's dive into this whole vortex situation here in just a minute. But um, first, Cheyenne, let's get into shout-out section. Shout-out section. Everyone's favorite section. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let's do a drum roll. Ready? Me and Cheyenne this time. We've never heard drums. All right, Cheyenne. That was a native war call. I said drums, drum oh. roll. I didn't say native war crawl. Oh. War crawl? <laughs> I can't talk. Okay, well, this week's shout out goes out to Mother Bear's Bakery. Hey. There are a local and indigenous owned bakery that makes awesome cakes, cookies, and most important, importantly, the huckleberry rolls. Oh. So think of a cinnamon roll, but make it huckleberry. God. And I'm, that's what they I'm do. I'm going to think of nothing else now. And they were so sweet because they love the paranormal too, tight, tight, that they wanted to give us and all of our listeners a little discount code for 15% off. And our coupon code is ParaNW, that's P-A-R-A-N-W, again, to get 15% off. How, how yeah. tight? We've never had this before. 
we've uh and I'll, I'll say it now you gotta you gotta help them out all right you gotta send your business that way use the code if you need to or if you want to or if you don't pay full price i mean whatever you guys want to do help them out you know show them support but in the end let them know paranorthwest sent you guys okay that was so sweet of them no pun intended Okay. Okay, and by the way, <laughs> they're freaking cakes. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna, all you need to know is yeah. If you don't have diabetes yet, you're gonna. And guess what? It's owned by a mother and a daughter, so that's even tighter. Yeah. So Cheyenne, why don't you go ahead and tell us their Instagram handle so everyone can go follow them and support their business? Yeah, give them love. So their Instagram handle is at mother. M-O-T-H-E-R, Bears, B-E-A-R-S, Bakery, B-A-K-E-R-Y. Mother Bears Bakery. You can also find them on Facebook at Mother Bears Bakery. Spell it out again. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and I believe they also deliver, too, which oh, is tight. Which is so sick. And you can pick them up. Yeah. You know, save them a trip. That's cool. If you don't have a car or van... Or have your permit. Oh, oh yeah. We want to do a little quick shout out because Shang got her permit Thanks to drive. Thanks to the aliens, um, I'm able to actually fly on the ground now and Ooh, not up in the sky. Ground yes. flying. We yes. love that. Yes. So watch yes. out on the roads. If you see a uh, van doing way too slow, yeah. it's probably Cheyenne. And you can tell it's her car because on the back, it says, I break for native men. That's right. And if you're native and you're a man, I will break for you. But you can't get in because only Solomon gets to ride. Yep. Only Saul gets to ride. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Our face is so red. And our listener of the week. Drum roll with drums. Okay. Is Emily. 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 She is a hedge witch. A Spokane local and all and loves all things strange. Yeah, and we love That's that. That's cool. She's a super homegirl, too. And she's a vegan. So she supports plant-based protein. Okay. That's cool, too. We support that, and we support her. As long as it's consensual, we support it. All right? And her Instagram. You can go ahead and give her a follow. Yeah, let her know we sent you. Let her know... We love her. Is vegan underscore M, which V-E-G-A-N underscore E triple M. Oh, the trip M. Okay, you're never doing the shout outs ever again. <laughs> yeah, that was the longest shout out section I think ever. So, okay. So thank you to Mother Bear's Bakery and thank you to Emily. Now, back to it. That's B-A-C. I'm just kidding. All right. Period. <laughs> Vortexes. Okay, here we go. What are, let's, well, I guess let's dive into what, what are vortexes? What do we think they are? Where do they go? Eric, start them off. Okay, I think a vortex is an uncontrolled paranormal phenomenon and scientific phenomenon. Something that really has no rules. Like, I think it can lead you to anywhere, lead you to nowhere, kill you, do whatever. I think they're all different. You know, they're all special. Just like every listener out there, you guys are all special and I love you. Yes. 
But yeah, that's my view. I, I don't really know what they are. I just know, I think they take you somewhere, whether it be to another dimension or another place in your own dimension. I agree. I think they're both, they're scientifically, I feel like, aren't they scientifically proven? They are now. We're scientists. Okay, and you heard it here on Paranorthwest. They are scientifically proven. You can They're cite us. They're paranormally yep. proven. Um, you can cite us. You can cite us, Paranorthwest. Yeah, spell um, it out for them. I'm not going to do that this time around. Maybe next. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they definitely take you places. Uh, you might not want to go there, but they're going to take you. So that's how I feel, personally. Shayla. I agree with both of you guys. Um, it is interesting to see how and why they show up, though, in places. Yeah, like, does something bring it there? Do they bring themselves there? Are, what is it? Are portals and vortexes the same thing? No. Why, and what's the difference? I think a portal has an opening and a closing that stays there. Wherever, so- wherever you enter it, you can re-enter it again and you will end up at the same place i think a vortex shows up wherever and leads you to wherever so okay long story short vortex it chews you up spits you out somewhere yep and a portal or a porthole depending on who you are on this uh (laughs) podcast um is gonna you know it's gonna put you there leave you there take you back yeah basically like a doorway okay that's my thought what do you are you you on board with that? Yeah, I could I could agree. Um, yeah, I just wonder, the configuration of energy is so odd, you know? Because you hear about a lot of hauntings, and people say, oh, like, I have a portal here, they're coming and going. I'm wondering, Cheyenne, the restaurant that we just investigated, Chowderhead, do you feel like that that was something that could be there or near the area? Yes. For some reason, I don't know how to explain it, but yes. You just get that feeling? Yeah. Do you guys? Do you think a portal's there or a vortex? No, that's hard saying. I'm thinking portal there. We saw, I mean, I saw the, a vortex. Yeah, but they might but, look... You, right, they might look you, very similar. Yeah, you just saw something that, and you put the word vortex on it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It so, could have been a portal. You guys said just like like you said like a train station, yeah. Which I feel like relates more to for me. Well, like a portal because you know where you're going. Yeah. So, yeah, very very well could be. And I wonder too, like obviously that could be why the activity was so up and down in that area. But also, it's just weird to think that that has been a restaurant for that long. Think of all the energies that come in and out of there. Think of all the conversations that go on yeah. in those places. Like, could that have something to do with it, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. For all the listeners that are listening, like, what do you guys think about the whole Vortex portal thing and, like, how they show up and, you know, where they're located? Do they move? Do they, how do they open? How do they close? There's so, you know, it's just. Yeah, let us know your ideas. An on odd it. phenomenon. Or if you've ever been through one. So if you've ever been through one, please reach out. Let us know what you think about that. Because I would love to talk to you. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost like the veil has been lifted. For a second. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what's so interested about interesting about oh it. Oh my god, you guys. That's so crazy that you happen to say those exact words. That just like jogged memory. Last night, do you not remember what I said I, that I saw? I a saw veil. yeah, a veil, but it was draped like someone was wearing it. But there was no body there. You know what I mean? There was nothing under it. So it was like I'm trying to think, you know, like in like the 1600s, let's say, let's say right around there. I don't know. Um, and like princesses would wear like the long veils on their heads, but it would go behind their back. So like a dementor. No, like a bride. Like a bride. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no Harry Potter, right? No, no. Like if Harry was a bride, um, he'd wear it. We're going to stray away from that. Okay. Um, that's basically what I saw. Like a little, like a long veil, like from, like, like to the floor, like a five foot veil. But there was no one wearing it. No one wearing it. No. Boy, they were really on point with that one then, showing you that. So that's weird. That's really weird that you just happened to say that. Well, I mean, you got to be onto something there then. Maybe there's a portal. Maybe there's a vortex. We don't know what's there. Something's there though. Yeah. Well, once you guys see this footage, you're definitely going to have to let us know what you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a lot to work on. A lot of footage to get out there. Um, speaking of that, so two weeks ago when we dropped uh, the Hanging Tree episode, we asked our listeners to, to go on a mighty quest and to get that episode up to 100 plays in 10 days and everyone was really on it especially towards the end of the 10 day mark so we i think we had two days left and we were at like 60 60 70 plays around there how this happened you guys i have i have no idea honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna have to shout out everyone for this one this was obviously all of our listeners getting together and helping out you know push the Paranorthwest, and I appreciate them so much, and especially the guys that are new listeners from Reddit, because after I posted on there, we went to from 60 listeners, or 60 listens on that episode, to right now, we are at 163 listens. That's insane. Apparently, you guys really want us to stay the night at the Hanging Tree Monument, and we will be doing that. We'll be doing an all-night investigation, Um, no holds bar, we'll bring everything we can, we're going to bring... Uh, some visitors with us, some guests. So we actually can't camp there. No, we can't. Well, we won't be sleeping anyway. Yeah, but we will be staying um, until the cops overnight. Come. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be happening. So that's... thank you guys so much for that. I just want to give a shout out to every listener that got us to that. You guys are incredible and continue to show your love and support to us. And thank you so much for those of you guys who have watched the vlog. I know it's like a new thing. They're more like mini vlogs, just us sitting and bullshitting. And yeah, um, just we do it so you guys can get to know us a little bit more on like a personal level. And we can talk about things there that are more random that we can't put into the podcast. So you can find us on YouTube at Paranorthwest. Yeah. And I like what Shayla has been doing with the vlogs where it's like an interview kind of thing. Like. We're not going to sit here on the podcast and be like, hey, what's your favorite this? And, you know, we, you know, we know what you guys come here for. The creepy, the peepy, 
the spoopy and the poopy. It's right? also, I mean, we do talk about, that's all we talk about, strange things, weird happenings that week, odd dreams, things like that, just to see, I don't know, maybe you guys can help connect the dots to a lot of the shit that goes on with us. Yeah, so thank you for listening to that and watching that, and thank you for listening to the podcast and liking you know, the pictures on Instagram. You guys have been really awesome lately, and you know, you guys deserve to hear that. Yeah. Words of affirmation is my top love language, so I'll tell you all day long how good you are. So, right on, kid. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> yeah. And also, since they uh, failed to mention it, uh, again, amateur hour, <laughs> um, our socials. Well, let's wait for that until um, after Cryptid Corner. Okay, this is the part of the episode where we look at a creepy thing from this book of nightmares that Shayla bought me. And this is, this volume is all Canada. You shouldn't have told, you shouldn't have told them that. We just found that out just this last. Yeah, this is all Canada. This book, this volume is all Canada. So it's the unnatural order of the three-eyed skulls field guide to cryptids, creatures, creeps, demons, horrors, haunts, haints, hags, ghosts, monsters, mutants, and madmen. So what it is is just, it, you know, tales and accounts of things that people have seen and whatnot. And today's is Lil Albie. Okay, that's his name. Okay. He's our first uh, hip-hop artist that has come up on this. August 22nd, 1988 is the date. Location, Corel, Ontario. On the afternoon of August 22nd, Julian McIvy, 16, called the police claiming that someone had broken into his home while he was alone. During the 911 call, an unpleasant giggling could be heard over the voice of Julian. When asked, locals always tell the same story. You know how sometimes you're home alone at night and you hear a noise, like someone's upstairs, or you find a cupboard open and you, that you swore you closed? It's probably Lil Albie. Run. Okay, gross with the giggles. Yeah. That's the, gross. So, it's giving, the picture's giving salad fingers. It has Again. human teeth, though. And wonky eyes and little boots. <laughs> so, oh, lots going on. It's on got this. boots. Honestly, I'd probably talk to it. It's got, yeah, weird salad finger hands. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass the book over to the gals and have them take a look, and then they will let you know what they think. He drools. He as does. Well. He does drool, which is kind of tight, you know, kind of a cool look. Yeah, the giggly boots for me. I'm. Yeah, this is kind of spook. I wonder how tall this guy is. I'm gonna put it out there based on the shoes, right? They look tiny, like teensy tiny. I'm gonna say anywhere from two feet to like thirty feet. So just somewhere okay. around there. Um. You know what? I'm going to give this one a, a, what is this? A one out of five? One out of ten. Oh, dang. I'm going to give this one, um, I'm going to give it a four or five. That's like the highest you've given any of them. She's creeped out by the tiny boots. And the the hands. It's the creepy long fingers for me. What do you think they smell like? Like, um, old slobber. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, and y'all know what that smells like. Not good. Oh my God. Okay. That was um, my nickname in high school, Old Slobber. I wonder why. I was very popular with the guys. 
<laughs> I know. Um, two things. First, first of all, it's giving fashion. So catch him in Kanye's uh, next fashion show. I think he's wearing Yeezys. And second of all, look at the calves. Did you check the calves? I did not. The calves yeah. are fire? He goes to the gym. Okay, Obby. so he lifts. He doesn't miss calf day. But, no, I'm going. Can, I'm, don't interrupt me. Um, the face looks like a ball. Cat, cat fight. Like like a testicle. I'd see that. Yeah, it's veiny. Yeah, it is veiny. I like the wonky eyes and the human teeth. That's what throws me off, is the human teeth. Yeah. I don't like the drool. And for that, <laughs> it's going to be probably a four for me as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give it. Let me give it a five because the feet, tiny feet, big head, and human teeth are weird with the salad fingers. Okay, what does that average out to then? Um, carry the six, five, seven, 12 times six, 86, uh, four and a half. Okay, decent. 4.5. Yeah, 4.5. On the uh, cryptid corner. On the Richter scale? scale? Yeah. Oh, also, Even what do you think it smells like? Oh, what I think it smells like? Is like your grandma's basement. You know that smell of an old grandma's basement? I'm thinking it smells like, you know when like toddlers just suck on their toys and shit? Ew. So it has like a little burp, a little froth, like, you know, just stinky toddler hands. Yeah, spit. Yeah. And your grandma's basement. Yeah, frothy, burpy, spit. All right. That ends Cryptid Corner. Now, Cheyenne. Where can they see all of our shit now? Because we have a lot, and it's, it keeps on. We got a Tiki Taki. We got YouTube. We got all kinds of shit, people, all right? So we are Paranorthwest all around the board, so you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, at Paranorthwest. You can go ahead and give us any questions, comments, concerns, anything weird, you can send us an email. That's going to be at paranorthwestteam at gmail.com. And um, Cheyenne, this one's for you. In case you didn't know how to spell Paranorthwest, Here it we is go. P-A-R-A, capital N-O-R-T-H, lowercase w-e-s-t. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Paranorthwest. I'm your host, Eric. I'm Shayla. And I'm Cheyenne. And don't forget, sleep with your eyes open, open.